The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. We are at it again this week with another edition of the... Tybee Island Police Blotter. So, Crystal, please tell us, how many people brought their outstanding warrants to our little island paradise this fortnight? Well, there were quite a few, actually, so let's get into it. But what's a fortnight? You know it's two weeks. You wrote it on the script for me to say, and I sounded very distinguished saying it. But Yeah, I, it was an homage to our friend. Dylan. Yeah. From the Witching Hour Ghost Tour Company, who's Welsh. They actually use that term still, unlike <laughs> people in America who yeah. say two weeks. Yeah, and he thought it was funny that we're like, hey, say it again, say it again. On Monday, July 24th, 2023, officers responded to a report of a stolen golf cart which had since been spotted driving recklessly around the island. While patrolling through residential areas, an officer located the golf cart and noticed that it was occupied by five teenagers. Well, I sure hope they threw the book at them. And those juveniles are back. Impounded the golf cart, and there's roaming juveniles on the island again. (laughs) After spotting the officer, the driver of the cart began to make several abrupt turns as if attempting to elude the police. Hold on, boys. This thing can go 12 miles an hour. I think I can lose him over here on Jones. As the officer activated his emergency lights, however, the driver did comply and pulled the cart to a stop. During the course of an investigation, officers learned that all five occupants of the cart were juveniles. I knew it! Uh-huh. I knew it was the juveniles, that They're roving back. band of juveniles. Uh, but the question that I have to ask is, did they ever even leave? No, they just reappear, disappear. <laughs> or do they just like hole up in an Airbnb and not tell anybody? And then every once in a while, they just come out like cockroaches. That's what it seems like. When asked for contact information for her parents, the 15-year-old driver repeatedly provided incorrect telephone numbers and a fake address. I'm Captain Catherine Janeway. Did she say like 867-5309? She's too young for that. Oh, you think a 15-year-old's going to know that? She's too young for that. You think I know what that means? You don't. I'm not even in my 50s Oh, yet. my gosh. You know that song. Yeah, I hate that song Everyone so hates that song. Everyone hates it. Even the guy that wrote it probably hates it. After placing her under arrest, officers found that the driver was also in possession of a vape pen. Not a vape pen? Uh, and is this one of them special vape pens, or is this one of these normal kind of vape pens? Well, she also had a small amount of marijuana. Oh, well, that's it. That's a, it right there. As a result... She was charged with driving while unlicensed, possession of tobacco-related products by a minor, possession of marijuana, less than an ounce, and obstruction of law enforcement. She and the other four juveniles were then released into the custody of their parents and guardians, with whom I'm sure were quite displeased when they had to show up. 
Yeah, I picked them up. Can I can you imagine? feel like exactly how this went down. They're like, did did you did you try to make a bunch of abrupt turns <laughs> to try to elude the authorities? Do you remember that the golf cart was stolen too? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I told you how to steal these things, not get caught. You just don't learn nothing. The First golf- of all, you don't do it on Tabby Island. The golf cart was returned to the owner, who declined to pursue charges for the theft. Way to be the bigger person in this situation, I guess. Yeah. Mostly, people don't know, but one key will work in any golf cart anywhere. That's, so you, that's an urban legend. Well, not ours because we had a nonsense? special ignition put on ours. Yeah, but ours can't do that. Everyone else's, so it's pretty easy to steal a golf cart if you have a key. So you're basically just just go to one creating criminals with this podcast. Yeah, I'm just giving you guys a heads up, Way juveniles. To go. Come on, Way juveniles. To go. On Tuesday, July twenty fifth, twenty twenty three, in the early morning hours of Tuesday, one of our officers was on patrol when he spotted a vehicle approaching at a high rate of speed. As the vehicle passed his location, the officer turned and noticed that it did not have a working tag light. That's one of them things that they see there. I guarantee it. No tag light. There's at least an ounce of Mary Jo Juana in that vehicle. We'll see. After turning around and catching up to the vehicle, he also noticed that it was failing to maintain its lane as it drifted over the center line of the roadway. I feel some odors are about to emit from somewhere. The officer then conducted a traffic stop during which he was able to smell an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within. This is scary and eerily becoming a regular occurrence. And by becoming, I mean it literally happens every single every week. Every Man, I can't imagine being one of these officers. I know. We should see if they'll let us do a ride around with them. We saw a big to-do up there around the curve one day. Remember that? There was like three or four. They all had their lights on. Yeah. and I don't know what that was about. You know how the show Cops mm-hmm. used to have like a guy riding around with him, like a camera crew and stuff on Cops? Yeah. Maybe we could pull something like that because we'd be like our press credentials would say podcast. <laughs> and I, I definitely sound like I know a lot about the law. Yeah. So if any police officers are listening, can we ride along with you for a day? I know you had to take the dog around all day. So yeah, they'd be like, yeah, we'll certainly put you in the back seat. That's no <laughs> problem at all. We'll probably find you out there on Tybrisa. The officer noticed that the driver mumbled incoherently to herself and refused to make eye contact by staring straight ahead. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. Mm -hmm. She was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding, tag light required, failure to maintain lane, failure to change name and address on license in 60 days. Open container and DUI less safe. Which I've learned from these lawyerly studies that we do here that that means that she wouldn't do the sobriety test, right? Right. So right there, you're going to hit her with a 214. <laughs> or do you think maybe it's a 516? You know what 516 is? I don't, and neither do you. That's don't write on the prison walls <laughs> because it's very difficult to get writing off the prison walls. So I don't know if everyone knows, but you do have to change your address on your license. In 60 days from moving to a new place. Yeah, I mean, we took care of that almost immediately yeah, when we, we moved here. It's I mean, a like, lot more difficult. hours, probably. If you're moving within the same state, it's not that difficult. But if you move from one state to another, and it's one of those states like ours that makes you have the little star thing on it where you have to get all this rigmarole. Yeah, apparently that's a whole big ordeal it's nowadays, It's worse isn't it? for a woman who's been who's married because then you got to go get your birth certificate, your marriage license, all this kind of stuff. And if goodness, if you've been married before, I can't imagine you got to get that divorce decree, then the next <laughs> marriage license, then another one. And then know. it's just a whole thing and you're like, and you know what, point, I'm just going to risk driving put, without a license. I'm just going to sign Captain Catherine Janeway when you ask me to sign my ticket. 
He's like, I'll tell you, officer. I mean, I just couldn't get the star license. I didn't have the blood type of my great-great-grandfather from my ex-ex-husband. I tried. They wouldn't exhume his remains. It's nothing I can do about it. So it looks like they were looking for everything they could get her on this one. Well, she probably was a joy to deal with, I imagine. Yeah, I'm sure. On Wednesday, July 26th, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted a vehicle failing to maintain its lane on Butler Avenue. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer noticed that the driver's eyes were bloodshot and glossy. Those are code words for odors emitting, I think. He also noticed a smell similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. Told you. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the driver refused to participate in the standardized field sobriety testing and was placed under arrest. She was charged with failure to maintain lane. Failure to, well, she also did the same thing. Mm. Failure to change name and address on license in 60 days and DUI. This must be two new residents that just hadn't gotten around to changing their address to Tybee Island. I'm telling you, all I'm learning from the last week or two that we've done this particular series is that apparently women can't be trusted and juveniles are extremely dangerous. I know, right? It's a lot of women and children making noise out there. Of course, all the things you talk about men, they're out there like, Pulling guns, pulling and guns on road people rage. and threatening to kill people and stuff. But I mean, come on, it's almost exactly the same thing as some fifteen-year-olds joyriding on a stolen golf cart. <laughs> well, right? we aren't halfway through, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh here. gosh, does it get worse? <laughs> it gets worse. On Thursday, July twenty-seventh, officers responded to the local library in reference to a report of a baby locked in a hot vehicle. Oh no, that's terrible. I know. Upon their arrival, the officers learned that the baby had already been removed by a Good Samaritan who was attempting to cool the child down in their own personal vehicle. During this time, the officers noted that the crying child's skin was bright red and that its shirt was drenched in sweat. During the investigation, our team was able to locate the mother of the child inside the library. Why did she leave the child in the car? After being confronted by officers, the woman became distraught over what she had done. During the course of the conversation, she insisted that she had simply made a mistake by leaving the baby in the car. Officers found it strange, however, that she had remembered to retrieve her other children from the back, but forgot one. Yeah. Like, how many children do you have and you forget how many you got? The rumor is, is that you've had several children. Has there ever been an instance ever in your entire life where you just forgot your child completely? No, because I constantly did a head count. Even, I still do it to this day. I'm always going one, two, three, four in my head, like... I always make sure. Where are they at all times? Yes, like one, two, three, What are they four. doing? They're all adults. Yeah, they need to know what they're doing. I know. But I, I constantly did that when they were little because they were so close in age and like running all over the place. And I'm always counting one, two, three, four to make sure I have them all. Like if you got more than two, you got to make have some sort of system. Yeah, you got to like embed a microchip in their legs. And well, like that's a, a little extreme. If you notice, we have some gentle snores going on again this week. We've got both of our producers in here with yeah, us this time. Yeah, they're really helping now, out. Layla sounds like a daggum horse. <laughs> a check of the temperature inside the car returned with a reading of 98 degrees. The woman was subsequently placed under arrest for cruelty to children in the second degree and transferred to the Chatham County Detention Center. The baby was treated by emergency medical personnel and turned over to police until it was released into the care of a family member. So, yeah, that's really dangerous. People count your children. You should. I saw something on Twitter the other day. It does not take long. That I thought was funny and not funny, funny, but funny in a kind of funny way. It says, you know, this is something that happens a lot. It It seems people lock their children in in the car and forget about them, which 
I don't understand, but maybe that could happen. I could see how maybe things could be hectic. A lot of people are like, oh, I've got so much stuff going on. I'm like, well, we had four kids at one time. And they mm-hmm. were all within, what, a year five or two years, of each other. Oh, so, oldest to the youngest, you know, five years. We were nonstop going, and we were doing stuff, so we know. But they said, oh, one way that you can remember leaving your child in the car is take something that's important that you can think of and stick it back there. So like your you, phone. So you won't forget. And I'm like, you know, think about that for a second. Put something important <laughs> in the back of the car so you don't forget there's a child back I there. Know, right? So it seems to me the child should be the important thing. I don't know. I know, but if it's quiet and it's maybe fell asleep, that could be a thing. And if it's a rear-facing child seat, you just didn't see it. I don't know. Well, then put your phone back there. Yeah, put your, fact, phone. Let's put your, your phone. Put your phone away. You're probably texting while you're driving anyway. You ain't forgetting to play Candy Crush. <laughs> That's true. On Friday, July 28th, in the early morning hours of Friday, one of the officers spotted a vehicle turning from Solomon onto Fort at a high rate of speed. As the officer followed, he paced the vehicle at 50 miles per hour in the 20 mile per hour zone. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer noticed that the driver slurred his words when he spoke and that his eyes were bloodshot. Shocker. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. He was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding, reckless driving, DUI less safe. Guessing he didn't want to participate in that field sobriety testing. He's either. like, I don't understand why you asking me to do this, Ossifer. I swear I ain't never had no drop drinks. Do you see them juveniles over there? Yeah, look over there. They they might be going upwards of 10 miles an hour right there down the street. And I bet they stole that thing's hot as flapjack. 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 I really think I need to eat some dinner. While on patrol, one of our officers spotted 10 people crammed into a six-seat golf cart. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed open containers of alcohol in the front cup holders. He also learned that the driver's license was suspended. Oh, well, who could like, have seen this there's coming? There's 10 of you, and none of you has a license. Why would you let the one without the license drive? What makes you think any of them had a um, current and valid license? There has to be t- out of 10 out of 10 drunks, One out of 10. 10 drunks on a six-seater golf cart. Oh, wait, there's also children involved. Oh, of course the man, <laughs> the man was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with seatbelt violation, child safety seat violation, open container, and driving while license suspended. So it's not just a kid. It's a kid that needs to be in a child seat? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, lovely. Mm-hmm. So it had to be a young one, I guess six or under. Yeah, these, these are the kinds of people that just I don't comprehend. I know, because I, I think people don't realize golf carts are as dangerous as they are. Like they're People don't see them. They're like motorcycles. Yeah. They, I'm not even saying that they would have done anything wrong outside of not having a license and been drinking. But what if a car didn't see them and just came yes, in yeah. and slammed them in on the side? Knocked the child off. Now, granted, having a seatbelt on probably wouldn't help a whole lot if a car hit a golf cart. Well, it might. But it definitely would keep you from flying out of the golf yeah, cart. Yeah, that, that's dangerous. On Saturday, July 29th, just after midnight, one of our officers spotted a golf cart failing to maintain its lane on Jones Avenue. What is this? The golf cart That's episode. That's an epidemic here. Women in golf cart and golf cart. I'm afraid that all this is going to cause them to crack down even more on golf carts and we're not going to be able to drive ours anymore because they mm. hate them anyway. Well, I think a lot of the residents hate golf carts too, at least the ones that like, live on Jones. Well, the Jones, ones that live on Jones, I can see them. why. As the officer watched, the cart ran a stop sign at the intersection with 14th almost striking another vehicle in the process. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer noticed that the driver had bloodshot eyes and that there was a smell, similar to that of an alcoholic drink. 
that became stronger as he spoke. It's like he's summoning the power <laughs> sort of, like, of the inner like spirits. It's coming out. And by inner spirits, I mean Jack Daniels. <laughs> you know, I saw almost a whole bottle of Jägermeister in the trash today. Wow. Why were you digging through the trash? I wasn't. I went to open it and put something in there, and it's like a whole bottle There's of Jägermeister. There's a whole bottle of Jägermeister in there. Like, you hate it because it tastes like licorice. I, I but. do, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you did take it out of the trash can and drink the whole <laughs> thing. I mean, you did do that, but there come too on, many you didn't watching. drive a golf cart thereafter. There was too many people around. You didn't take it and drive a golf cart. I did not. The officer also noticed that the front seat passenger was holding a child in their lap. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the driver had been operating the cart while under the influence of alcohol. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane, failure to stop at a stop sign, open container, child safety seat violation, DUI, and endangering a child while DUI. Shortly thereafter, one of our officers was monitoring traffic along Highway 80 when he spotted a vehicle with a defective tag light and tail light. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer smelled the odor of marijuana emitting from within the vehicle. Mm-mm. A subsequent search of the car revealed both marijuana and what appeared to be hallucinogenic mushrooms. Ah, not just a regular, you know, pizza topping Mm-mm. mushrooms. They're carrying around the real things. The driver was then placed under arrest and charged with tag light requirements, tail light violation, possession of marijuana less than an ounce, and possession of a controlled substance. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Is that the technical term for it? I guess that's the term. Wow. I guess I need to watch out for that. I would I'm not gonna go to like a a CVS and ask for any of that old psilocybin. (laughs) You know, I mean, because I do go there so often. On Sunday, July 30th, just after midnight, officers responded to a local restaurant in reference to a disorderly person. During the course of the investigation, our team learned that the woman had hidden in the bushes outside of the restaurant and waited for her former romantic partner to get off work. I wonder who this could be. As the victim exited the restaurant, the suspect leapt from the bushes and confronted them. The victim then got into their car and tried to leave, but the suspect allegedly (laughs) beat on the car and blocked their exit. You ain't leaving here. (laughs) When confronted by the victim's co-workers, the suspect threatened to fight them before ultimately leaving the scene. While one officer gathered the information for a report, other officers spotted the suspect's vehicle driving at a high rate of speed through nearby neighborhoods. When they attempted to conduct a traffic stop, the suspect continued driving and returned to the restaurant, where they encountered both the victim and the reporting officer in the parking lot. The suspect then refused to follow instructions to get out of the car, forcing officers to pull her free from the vehicle. As they moved to place her in handcuffs, the suspect attempted to turn around and pull away from the officers, causing them to pin her against the vehicle to make the arrest. She was subsequently charged with disorderly conduct, stalking, false imprisonment, too fast for conditions, reckless driving, fleeing and attempting to elude the law, violation of a Class D license, and obstruction. Wow. This one's really racking them all up. But didn't didn't they hear that according to the locals, you know, Tybee locals aren't supposed to be arrested. Your cops are oh, supposed I to know, look the right? other way while they're stalking people and well, threatening them. the thing them. is, like... This is two women <laughs> fighting over a man. Is that what this on is? Tybee that's how you interpret this? I think that's what it is. Well, okay. Who on Tybee Allen is worth waiting in the bushes and attacking? You looking at him. <laughs> you looking at him right here. You wouldn't like, wait really? in the bushes and stalk somebody, fly around the island <laughs> well faster than you should, 
also having odors emitting from you and confront me in front of a parking lot at a restaurant? You wouldn't do that for well, me? Well, that's what I had planned for Saturday night. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry <laughs> I ruined it. I'm going to see if I can outdo her charges, if I can get more than that. There's going to be a knife involved. Oh, no. <laughs> In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate Every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. On Monday, July 31st, around 1.30 a.m., one of our officers was patrolling the area of Butler Avenue when he spotted a vehicle failing to maintain its lane. As the officer turned on his blue lights, the vehicle pulled to a stop at an odd angle, striking the curb in the process. Upon approaching the driver's side window, the officer was able to smell a mix of odors, <laughs> similar to that of marijuana and alcoholic drinks emitting the, from within. The fact that they say it's like a blend, it's almost like it's, you know, sort of like when people smell wine. Mm-hmm. It's like the bouquet floating out of this car has, you know, hints of <laughs> chocolates and grapes and dank weed and possibly even maybe some bush light. Well, I know the first time I smelled weed when we were an adult was when we went to Myrtle Beach one time. You're right. That stinks. I know, but I had smelled it as a child. For I won't say why. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of you. No, no. I mean, a little child. But We could I have had written not, a police blotter about the old days oh, from yeah, your childhood, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. But I had not smelled it in so many years. I had totally forgotten what it smelled like. And so when we smelled it in that bar uh, in Myrtle Beach, I was like, what is that? And then it all came flooding back to me. <laughs> and I was well, like, it wasn't a skunk after all. <laughs> it was weed. But now it's like you smell it every day, everywhere you go. Like it's just out there everywhere. It's just a lot more socially acceptable mingles, nowadays, I think. It mingles well with the alcohol, I guess. <laughs> it, well, it does create a bouquet. A subsequent search based on the odor revealed a misdemeanor amount of marijuana and several open containers of alcohol. During the course of the investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the driver had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. She was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane, no insurance, suspended registration, open container, and DUI. I guess when you're willing to do those things, you just don't care about the legalities of your car anymore. You don't need the registration or the insurance or any of that. The license. (laughs) Yeah, it was a she this time. Later that same day, one of our officers stopped a vehicle on Fort Avenue, for having an expired registration. There we go, another one. During the course of the stop, I bet this is not all he found. Mm-hmm. The officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. Shocker. And that he had an active warrant from an outside jurisdiction. I told you, you know we're not going to go a single episode without having at least some of them outside warrants. Yeah, I told you it was coming. The driver was then placed under arrest and transported to the Chatham County Detention Center to answer for his warrant. 
But I wonder what it was for. I always want to know. I mean, was Come it? Come on, give us a little more what, info. What is the go-to? Uh, obtaining property under false pretenses? That's a good one, That's isn't it? That's a good it? one. Or it could be firearms, drugs, things like that. That's probably uh, like what it is. skipping bail. Yeah. You know, you know, little things like that. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, August 1st, one of our officers responded to the city of Tybee Island South Annex in reference to a drunk and disorderly person. During the course of the investigation... The officer learned that lifeguards had removed a drunk woman from the ocean. They then offered her a ride to her hotel, only to be informed by hotel staff that she wasn't actually staying there. I was just pointing at a building. It looked good at the time. <laughs> As such, they took her back to the South Annex, where she became belligerent and disorderly. When the officer attempted to speak with the woman, she replied, Oh, it's the police, now, and began to walk like away. That, or did you say it more along the line to this? Oh, it's the police. <laughs> That's probably more like And then it. just calmly walks away. <laughs> the officer then took the woman by the arm and asked her where she was staying, at which point she began to try to pull away. She was then placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct. Oh, they didn't even get her for public drunkenness. I wonder if that's the same severity. I don't know. Hmm. Later that evening, officers responded to the area of 15th and the beach in reference to a fire in the dunes. During the course of the investigation, officers learned that a group had been setting off fireworks on the beach, which caused the dune vegetation to catch fire. I bet it's those juveniles. Uh, We've seen them. We've seen them in action. We've seen them do this. The Tybee Island Fire Department extinguished the blaze, and the party responsible was cited for fireworks on the beach and disturbing dune vegetation. I wonder what section of the penal code that is. I don't know. Uh-oh, well, it looks like I'm going to have to flip into the back of the book to find this whole disturbing the dune vegetation. On Wednesday, August 2nd, just after midnight, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he paced a vehicle at 43 miles per hour in the 30-mile-per-hour zone. After stopping the car, the officer was able to smell an odor similar to that of marijuana and spotted a passenger <laughs> attempting to hide a jar of the wacky weed between his legs. Ah, they're getting a little bit funnier here in the way they write this stuff. A subsequent search of the vehicle revealed another bag of marijuana, several open containers of alcohol, and a firearm. How'd that get in here? <laughs> Ooh. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver did not have a license and was a convicted felon. Well, you know, these things happen. You know, every once in a while you're driving around, you've <laughs> got several forgot pounds. I was a convicted felon. I mean, felon. you've got several pounds of wacky weed. <laughs> you're carrying around, presumably, a stolen firearm, and you're drunk and high, and you're probably in a stolen car. I mean, you know, this is what I call Tuesday. <laughs> No, this was uh, Wednesday. He was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with speeding, no driver's license, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. I bet that's a serious it's thing. It's almost like they ain't legally allowed to own such things. I know. Hmm. One of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he spotted a vehicle failing to maintain its lane. After stopping the vehicle, the officer was able to smell an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink which became stronger as the driver spoke. This is another person summoning the power Mm -hmm. of spirits. When asked how much he had to drink, the driver replied with the textbook, two. Wonder where he's heard that from. Uh Uh-huh. They've been listening to our podcast. Somebody's been listening to our podcast. (laughs) During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane and DUI. So, 
every time they do this subsequent investigation, they always find evidence. Like there must be why? a procedure that the police have to do. It's like they ha- probably have to have something that indicates this is warranting further investigation. I know, but it never turns out during this course of this subsequent investigation that they don't find additional evidence. So they always find it. Because it's always there, Crystal. <laughs> it's always there's always a firearm. There's a theme going there's on. There's always here. A, a huge like. There's always a skunk know, sitting milk right jug size container of wacky weed. <laughs> on Tuesday, August third, an officer was monitoring traffic along Butler Avenue when he checked a vehicle speed at 48 miles per hour in the 30 mile per hour zone. As the officer watched, the car suddenly veered into the right lane before the driver jerked the wheel back to the left. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that the driver's pants were unzipped and that he slurred his words as he spoke. Maybe you should stop this story right here. I probably should have read this beforehand. Yeah, I'm thinking so. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. Yeah, don't say. Thank you for not elaborating on why his pants were unzipped. (laughs) <laughs> he was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding, failure to maintain lane, and driving while license suspended. Uh, we should definitely, we should find out who writes these things for the Tabion Police Department. Have if them they just want to come in yeah. and sit down with us and talk about their procedures and their <laughs> policies. And why is it textbook <laughs> to say two? <laughs> As officers prepared to tow the vehicle, the female passenger refused to get out until threatened with arrest. <laughs> She then directed a string of profanity at our team and refused several commands to leave the scene. She was then also placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct and obstruction. During the course of the booking process, officers found several loose pills in her purse, earning her additional charges of drugs not in original container and possession of a controlled substance. So you can't even have pills that they're not in How original container. How do you know container? that it wasn't just a Pez dispenser that leaked? <laughs> How do you know that? They sort of look like medicine. I'm sure they're going to test them. We're going to send it to the GBI State Bureau of Investigations, right? Isn't that where they send it? Yeah, the GBI. See, I'm learning things. Oh, we got another golf cart coming up. Uh, Are there juveniles involved? Oh, we'll see. On Friday, August 4th, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted a tow truck removing a golf cart from a ditch. Uh Uh-huh. When he stopped to investigate further, the driver of the cart walked over and explained that he had been driving the cart too fast. And he ran a stop sign and went into the ditch. That's probably all there is to it. It's an open and shut case. No reason to investigate further. (laughs) During the course of the conversation, the officer noticed that the driver smelled similar to an alcoholic drink and that he slurred his words as he spoke. That's sort of a telltale sign that there's going to be a course of investigation. Your whole body just smells like alcohol. There's a cloud. It's like, I'm sorry, officer, I couldn't see you. (laughs) When asked if he would be willing to participate, in field sobriety testing, the driver refused. Oh, here comes a less safe. He right was here. he was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with too fast for conditions, failure to stop at a stop sign, open container, duty to report an accident, and DUI less safe. Mm-hmm. So he was going too fast on a golf cart, like found a ditch. <laughs> How many ditches we have on this island? Like one, Two, I don't like know. one, and he found the <laughs> he one, found it. probably over there by the the theater. Yeah, maybe. he thought he was going to get away with it too. If that tow truck driver had been faster, they'd have never known the difference. Later that day, officers responded to the area of Highway 80 and Polk Street in reference to a motor vehicle crash. While speaking with the at fault driver, 
the officer noticed that she was unsteady on her feet and slurred her words as she spoke. After learning that there was a three-year-old passenger in the woman's vehicle, the officer summoned emergency medical personnel to the scene in order to check on the child. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been under the influence of alcohol at the time of the crash. She was then placed under arrest and charged with following too closely, DUI less safe, and endangering a child while DUI. Why? 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 What is wrong with you people? Stop don't drink and drive, that. and especially and don't do it with a small child with in the car. Mm. On Saturday, August 5th, while checking the license plate of a suspicious vehicle, one of our officers learned that there was no insurance. The registration was suspended, and the registered owner had a warrant for his arrest. This is all before they even pull the vehicle over, yes. right? This one's all, that's going to be amazing. After conducting a traffic stop, it was discovered that the driver was not the man who was wanted. Oh, somebody stole the vehicle from the stolen vehicle guy. Even so, due to the lack of insurance and registration, the officer explained to the driver that the vehicle would have to be towed. While conducting an inventory of the vehicle, the officer found a pipe (sighs) and a white rock-like substance in the center console. It's just chalk. When asked about these items, the driver would eventually admit that they were his and that the rock was crack cocaine. Because of course it is. <laughs> what was you expecting? He was then placed under arrest and charged with no insurance, suspended registration, possession of a drug-related object, and possession of a controlled substance. While officers were still on the scene, the registered owner of the vehicle <laughs> arrived and was arrested on his non-local warrant. What's going on here? <laughs> Did he disturb my crack rock? He's like, you can't tow my car. Oh, wait, we're going to take you to jail, too. Oh, well, yes, we can. And not only can we take your car away, <laughs> but we're going to take you away. <laughs> on Sunday, August 6th, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted people sleeping inside of an improperly parked U-Haul. Oh, no. Tell me it was stolen. In the Please 19th tell me it was Street stolen. parking lot. While subsequently speaking with the occupants of the truck, the officer was able to smell an odor similar to that of marijuana emitting from within. I knew you were going to say that, not alcohol. I didn't even have I to know. look. I, I know. It's like, you're, you haul, you're chilling out. This is a commune. Mm-hmm. This, is, yeah, yes. this is a family. It's a hippie commune. They're not the family that they were born from, but they're the family that they need now. A search based on that odor revealed several drug-related objects a firearm, and 12 credit cards, each with a different name. Is this like the modern-day Charles Manson trying to start up here? Yeah, really. That's what they did. Like, they were like did car theft and credit card theft and stuff like that before they went into murdering. Well, I certainly hope they got this U-Haul. They caught these people in time, yeah. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the woman in the driver's seat of the truck was a convicted felon and had an active warrant through another jurisdiction. This is a shocker. It truly is. I know. She was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, theft of mislaid property, and the non-local warrant. I was really hoping there's more to this story. I want to hear what the hippie commune's doing out in the 19th Street parking lot. Well, now they're in jail. Well, So I wonder what happened with the U-Haul. Did it get towed? Was the U-Haul stolen? Was it legally obtained? They don't tell us. When did this happen? Was it Sunday? Oh, maybe that's the reason the road was blocked off that day. Oh. Remember, I couldn't get home. I do remember that. Turns out the hippies were trying to start an event (laughs) right there on the beach. So, as far as traffic count, it looks like we're still getting a good amount of people here. Yeah, even though school just started recently. Yeah, definitely. 10,000 on Saturdays. Nothing unusual happening other than 
uh, two sandbar violations. Oh, no, animal neglect. Animal neglect and animal confinement. That I makes don't want to so hear about sad. that. They're probably putting them on a chain out there by the ocean or oh. something. And the normal smoking on the beach and glass on the beach, pets on the beach. Poor dogs can't go on the beach. Yeah, it's just a sad state of affairs. I know we need to do something about this. The beach. So I certainly hope that somebody starts a movement here to let us at least have a little plot of land on the <laughs> yeah. beach somewhere where we can take our worthless dogs some point during the year, even yeah, if it's in the winter. Yeah, season. That'd be great. Yeah, people, don't drink and drive. And don't bring your warrants here. And keep your crack rocks and your crack pipes out of our county. Especially don't drive with your children in the car, for goodness sake. And you didn't hear from us what a textbook answer is. I don't know where <laughs> this is coming from, but we're just stating the facts as we see them. <laughs> which is interpretation. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Tybeon Police Blotter. Make sure to tune in on the next episode in two weeks when hopefully we find out what went on with the hippie commune, where the youth's on the golf cart. <laughs> the juveniles. The juveniles. And also the most pressing question, what is it that went on at that restaurant? We got to go around and talk to some people and figure out Well, who. I do know someone just got out of jail, so I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Do we know? Tell, yeah, I'll tell you about that. <laughs> Let's get <laughs>